So, let's get a little, uh... Okay. <laughs> a little surprise, uh, beginning of the message. That is a classic. Oh, yeah, so, uh, let it play out a little bit in the beginning here. There we go. Broken glass everywhere. People can in the front room. No, 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 no. We'll let it play out of Junkies in the back. Oh, man. That's good. Like a jungle. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. Who's in the front? It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. Who's in the front? Anyway, welcome. Let's crack them. Oh, yeah. Episode 22. So, uh, yeah, it's good to be back. Um, that one tastes good. Yeah, First taste of the good. day. All right. Yeah, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Another beautiful fall day. Love it. It is nice. I figured yeah. I'd tuck the microphone in there. That way, you know, yeah, yeah. with the wind out back here. Okay. Maybe we'll see if that... Uh... So, um, start off with a little... Crazy news this week? Nothing really happened. Yeah. <laughs> Just a crazy debate. <laughs> crazy debate. I've seen I've seen more organized debates in grade school. Uh, how about it? Right. I think I've seen more organized arguments on the uh, playground than that. So this is what it's come to, huh? Mm. This is craziness. They, they don't even stay on topic. The poor moderator's like, please, gentlemen, please. <laughs> and he, uh, it was it was pathetic. It was, it was pathetic. Um, yeah. So yeah. that's that. We're not going to get. So then we got this COVID shit. More COVID. Yeah. More spikes Apparently, here yeah, and there. Now our president has COVID. Yep. Oh, Don Don's got the COVID. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. He's got the best doctors in the world. I mean, he's yeah. got like a fucking team of 20 yeah. standing out there. And it's I guess like, he can't make fun of Joe for not wearing the mask since he now has COVID. Now, the question is, right? I thought the mask was supposed to save you from giving it to others. <laughs> Yeah. Not you from getting it. Chris, Chris Christie got it, too. Maybe he gave it to Trump. Right, because he was his debate coach. Yeah, he was his debate coach. Yeah. Good job, Chris. That really fucking Thanks, worked. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big fatty. That fucking Stay guy. in Jersey. Dude, if there's anybody that you sit there and you look at it like, okay, uh, that's a COVID risk. Yeah, he is a COVID risk. <laughs> he was like, he found out he tested positive. He goes, straight to the hospital. <laughs> oh, boy. He did. He beelined right to the hospital. Who did? Christie. Christie, yeah. Well, he looks yeah. like the, the the virus itself, you know. He just has a dress in red. Oof. He's, oh, my God. Not a fan of that guy. So, Me either. Um, and then the NFL. Yeah. What the fuck? COVID there. Um, yeah, a couple of games got postponed. So you got the Titans and the Steelers literally got postponed yeah. for the whole weekend because it's yeah. now up to, like, uh, 18 and the Titans organization between players mm-hmm. and staff that got Cam, Cam Newton for the Patriots. He's out this week, but the team is playing. playing Apparently, with right? Yeah. And then uh, the backup quarterback, I guess the practice squad quarterback from um, Jamu, I, I don't know what the guy's name is. He was really good in the XFL. Played okay. for the St. Louis Battlehawks. I, I watched the guy. He was pretty okay. good. And um, so he apparently came down with it. Oh, did he? For Kansas City, yeah. So there's a player in Kansas City and, a pl- and well, Cam Newton, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... They tested all the players this morning with New England and Kansas City. Everybody came back fine, mm-hmm. so that's good. 
apparently New Orleans arrives in Detroit yesterday or last night, and then a player on New Orleans tests positive, the fullback. Okay. Did you hear that? Uh-uh. So it's like that one became up in the air, and then they, I guess, I don't know if it's true or not, but I thought I read somewhere this morning that it might have been a false positive. Okay. So whatever. I mean, it was inevitable. You have this this much traveling. You have that many people on teams going from city to city. You know, you're going to get some people here and they're going to get it and they're going to spread it because football is a contact sport. You can't social distance. Yeah, and I think that the NFL, though, um, I think they could have done a better job in planning for this, though. Yeah. I mean, you know. Working buys into the schedule. Thank God Titans players tested positive on Monday. So yeah. they had all week to figure out what we're going to do because, you yeah. know, then Tuesday more, then Wednesday, Thursday, up until yesterday, players mm-hmm. were still testing positive on Tennessee. When did they officially postpone a game? Not until yesterday? Like or Thursday. Was it, Friday? was it Thursday? I think. That early? Yeah. Okay. But my, my thought is, like, why didn't the NFL do at least two bye weeks or something? Yeah, to work. I mean, I remember when the, the, the Big Ten first came out with their schedule before they canceled and then, re- you know, they were working buys in to cover for this because right. they knew – there'd be something like this and they could remake them up in these buys. So you know, which it? I thought was a great idea at first. Yeah, and what did, like, Notre Dame's got, like, 38 players right now positive. So they just canceled this this past week, right? Yep. So what are they doing for next week? Have they announced I, that I yet? I don't know. At Tennessee, they don't even know what's going to happen because yeah. as of yesterday, players were still positive, turning positive. Yeah. So it's like, you know, that's the 14-day thing. What do you do? Yeah. You know, I mean, Cam Newton, that's, you know, he's going to be down for two weeks and and then I, I'm wondering, he's in a huddle, right? And it's he's like, talking. It's like the president. Every single person I had a conversation with him has it right now. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that thing's exploded. So I, I think the NFL is going to have to do it like baseball did and just realize, hey, you're never going to make these games up, you know, go with the best winning percentage at the end of the year. You Let's know? see, the, the Major League Baseball did make them all up. Did they make the, they did made everybody? Them up. Every team played all 60 games. Did they? Yeah. So they had a lot of doubleheaders with the seven and eight. yep. <clears throat> I didn't yeah. know that. Okay, I thought they were just blowing them all And, the, you know, NFL, you can't do that. So no, you can't play two in a week. I'm surprised, though, as how this thing went on all week long and, and how the NFL was trying to move things around, how unprepared they were. Mm-hmm. You know, this is huge business. Yeah. This is so big. And the fact that they were, like, you know, trying to figure out what what are we going to do, <laughs> you know? It's yeah. like they had a, yeah. they should have had a plan. They're going to probably end up pushing the Super Bowl back and the playoffs back and everything back. That's what they're going to have to do. And, um, you know, you just right now they really need to look at it and start uh, changing everybody's schedule and start pushing things out uh, and build another bye week in there. And as Mm -hmm. you said, push all of the playoffs back. Yeah. Like two weeks, whatever. Yeah. Because who cares when the Super Bowl is? It's. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous they play it in February now, so they're just going to push everything. And everything, every sport is pushed back now anyway. Right. So it's going to be a while. There's no fans in the stands. No fans in the stands. I mean, I guess some stadiums are doing fans, you know. Yeah. Speaking of fans in the stands, did you see uh, yesterday the SMU? No. So SMU had a student section. The police had to come because they weren't, you know, they were supposed to, you know how Notre Dame did it where they. Social distance? Yeah. Well, they just said the F this, and they were all, like, together. So the police had to go in the stands, and they kicked the entire student section out. Get out of here. No, I didn't see that. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, they're kids. What are you going to do? I don't know. And then last night, Georgia-Auburn. Did you watch any of that game? Uh Uh-uh. So, uh, yeah, Georgia crushed Auburn 27-7 or something. Yeah. I kind of saw the the score. You know, it was kind of flipping around and saw that they just had control of it. 
I mean, I, the last time I tuned in, it was like 27-6. I was like, they got this one. Yeah, and so, but the stadium, they were only supposed to have, I think the SEC said you can have between 23,000 28,000 fans. There was way more than that in that stadium last yeah. night. They just don't give a shit down south. I mean, watching Alabama, it's like, you know, there's just. Did they have a lot of fans, too? A lot of fans. I know they smoked whoever they played. Uh, Texas A&M. Uh, Texas A&M, A&M yeah. And they crushed them. And then uh, there was another game on I was watching last night. It was um, not the Oklahoma game. I watched a little of that. Oklahoma-Iowa State was a great game. Who won that one? Uh, Iowa State. So Oklahoma started 0-2. Two losses. Yeah, I saw the college game day, and they're like, there's no way they're going to start 0-2. Yeah, so have you watched any of that QB1? Because that kid. No, I haven't gotten into that. Yeah, yeah. So Still that watching kid, Dexter. The last year QB1, that Spencer Rattler is now the quarterback at Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, so it's it's a good it's a good watch. I'll catch up with that. But, yeah, so Oklahoma. And then what was the other game? Was it Vandy was playing LSU? That sounds about right. Yeah, and so LSU got it together. I mean, it was close early. Um you know, they had this freshman quarterback in, true freshman quarterback at Vanderbilt. And the kid looked all right, you know. I mean, LSU, LSU's got a lot of players that just opted out, kind of like Mika Parsons, you know. Yeah, yeah. They just said, you know. Um, Getting ready for the pros. Yeah, why not, right? And then LSU lost a lot to the pros last year. What did they have, like six, seven for a Yeah, yeah, they have something ridiculous. You know, so, uh, I don't know. Um, but college football, it's... I'm happy to see the, the fans, the kids in the stands and enjoying mm-hmm. themselves. And I just think, my God, it's it's a whole different mindset down south than it is up here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there, there was more breakouts up here, so they're more mindful of it. And, you know, it's warmer down there. Supposedly when it's warmer, it's, it doesn't spread as quick. And it certainly did during the well, summer down there. Sure did during Fl- Florida, Texas, and Arizona. It's great. I mean, you couldn't yeah. get any hotter places than those three. You don't. Those <laughs> are the three hottest states, right? And uh, California, too. Yeah. You know, so, I don't know, uh, I, I guess, to your point, fortunately, we, we are around here and we adopted that mask back in April. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah, we I mean, got it going. Social distance. I don't know what so. it's worth, what it, it works or not. I'm going to do my part, yeah. right? I'm yeah. I'm going to continue doing my part. That's uh, all you can do. You know, I, do I like wearing a mask? No. No, I hate it. I hate it, too. I, I hate the fact you can't see people's expressions. I just, you know, it's not us. It's not what we're about in America. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and I don't like... The, the government overreach, which has started to get a little far with um, mandating a lot of things. And the more, the bigger the government, the more pissed off I get about it. Like, just, just slow down. Mm-hmm. You know, this is America. We still have our freedoms. Yeah. We're going to do what's right to help our brother and sisters and, mm-hmm. and you know, and, and who everyone around us, right? Yep. Uh, we'll do it. If that's what we need to do, we'll do it. But All just right. stop mandating. You have to do this because. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because things change every day with this COVID. They keep they keep backtracking, and it's like I'm just blown away by uh, the inconsistencies of the stuff we get. Yeah. So, uh, Irish weekend. Give me a rundown. Uh, It was different. It wasn't quite as uh, you know obviously crowded as it was. It was kind of downplayed. Was it? Yeah. They didn't. They normally have like a parade. They didn't have the parade. They normally have all these little, you know. Vendors that sell all sorts of stuff in oh, the see, streets. Was, I, I was talking to Andrew Guado, and he said his mom has a place down there. Okay. And, um, or I don't know, yeah, I think he said his mom. And he said that, uh, uh, he's like, no, he's like, I, I heard it was real damn played this weekend. Yeah. Or last weekend. I said, oh, I don't know, Jimmy was out partying. And I mean, we were out partying, but it was still not quite as it was, you know. I mean, they still, it's still Jersey. They had to play their 
you know, the numbers game, like every bar had a huge line to get into it. We kept going to the Elks. So you go to the Elks. Uh, now what's the Elks? The Elks is like, you know, you have to be a member to get in. I got you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of like, like that's the where, Moose Club, kind of like yeah, the Knights uh, of Columbus. Dude, that's what Jeff, that's the club he belongs to is the Elks. Jeff. You know, the, the guy from up the upstate. Oh, oh, is that, that's an Elks? Yeah. Okay, so it's like that. So you got to be a member to get yeah, in. He's and, a member, and, and it's you like can only, and, uh, yeah, yeah. So you can only have <laughs> a few guys, and but I mean, f- it was like kind of going to a restaurant. So like you'd stand in line. And how many in your party? Four. Okay, hold on. So you had to wait until four chairs in a row or a table opened up. You couldn't stand and drink and watch the game. Right. So if you were standing, you couldn't be drinking. You had to have your mask on. You had to have your mask yeah, to yeah, come yeah. in, stand, go to the bathroom. You know, so it was kind of like that. You know, and it was like kind of one in, one out. Okay, there's. How many, you got two? Okay, there's two bar stools over there. You guys got to go grab those. You know, so it's kind of like that. So they were minimizing. So if you came in in waves, so you say there's ten of you, and four of you came in, then two, and then four more, you're going to be all over the bar. And you can't go visit, you could go visit each other, but you got to stand and wear a mask and not drink and talk. And, you know, you couldn't hang out with each other, really. Right. So it's kind of, I mean, we were still out partying. Saw the guy from The Sopranos. Dude, that was freaking hilarious. Yeah. I mean, Um, I wasn't feeling that great. Last Saturday, and so I was laying in bed just watching football. I was kind of in and out of sleep, and then I pick up the phone, and I'm like, I'm, I, d- I was out of it. And I'm like, Vito, John, Johnny Cakes. I was like, Johnny Cakes, okay, this guy looks familiar. And it, I looked like somebody we went to high school with. So I was <laughs> like, and then I was like, whoa, dude, that's the guy from the Sopranos. It's Vito from the Sopranos. We were like sitting there, and a group of our friends were leaving, like, hey, look, it's Vito from the Sopranos. I look, I was like, holy shit, it is. And I see people, like, you know, lining up, taking pictures. I said, screw it, I'm going to get his picture. I'm going to get a picture with him. So I walk over, and I, you know, hand him the phone. You didn't call him Johnny. No, no. <laughs> and I, I said, like, hey, can I get a picture? She goes, sure, just give me your phone. And, and then he turns around, he took a selfie, and I was like, I love you in The Sopranos. Great, great, you know, show. He's like, yeah, thanks. And he had a giant shirt on, and then he ended up walking out as we're walking out. And he's with a couple buddies from Philly. And they're like, can you believe this sucker wore a giant shirt down here? I'm like, hey, he's Vito. He can wear whatever the hell he wants to wear, you know? Yeah. So then we got another picture with him. And, like, uh, one of my uh, nephew's buddies, like, I didn't get in the picture. So my sister's like, I'll go get him with you. So he's like, you know, can we get a picture with this guy? And so he's like, you know, taking a picture of my sister and him. He says, get out of here. It's me and her. He goes, I'm only kidding. Get in. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. He's like, hitting on my sister. <laughs> like Patty, did he? Yeah, so he's, he's like a little tiny guy, but just yeah. fat, you know. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, it's it's kind of cool that he. So was he down there for Irish weekend just hanging out? I, I guess because everybody I took, because I I went into work uh, the next week, you know, this past week, and started telling anybody like, yeah, yeah, you got a picture. Here's a picture of him here on Friday, and he was everywhere. Down oh yeah, North that's Wilder. awesome. So I guess he was down for the weekend, but everybody in the world had a picture of him with him. <laughs> here's us, here's me with Vito. Here's I'm like, holy shit, here's me. Hey, all right. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. So he took a lot of pictures. Oh, he, he was a nice enough guy. Yeah, that's a good dude, man. That's good. So, yeah. Um, so the Eagles last week, did you get no, to watch that game? Yes, I did. I mean, you know, I, I hear a lot of people busting on, you know, the decision, to, hey, punt it away with 19 seconds. That would have been a long field goal and probably give away a win or a loss or whatever you want to say. But Okay, so yeah. if you remember, two years ago we are playing the Titans, same coach, and uh, – it's, it's Peterson. And um, the Titans got a fourth and 15 on, like, our 30. And they went for it. And then ended up, Marietta drove them down, passed, touchdown. They beat us in overtime. There's four minutes left in the game, fourth and 15. When they asked Tennessee's coach why he went for it on fourth and 15, 
He's like, I'm playing for a win. It's overtime. I, you know, you play to win the game. Yeah. Because the Eagles could have gotten the ball, kicked the field goal, won. Yeah. You know, if they stopped them on the fourth and fifteen, yeah. they got the fourth and fifteen against. I remember that game. You know? Yeah. And so it's like it was same kind of scenario. Only we were at the fifty yard line. Yeah. And uh, I just can't believe. And it was like 19 seconds. Have some confidence in your D. Have some confidence in your O. Yeah, you know. You know. I just don't get it. It's like this. Is this the same Doug Peterson that was like, yeah, you know, putting it out there, fearless. That's his book, Fe- right? Yeah, yeah, fearless. Uh, I mean, we're playing for ties against freaking the Bengals. The Bengals. Like they what the suck. fuck? It's like, take it. It's it's like I hate the the term, right? I mean, so I'm not gonna say it, but it's like it's a tie. It's like, what good does it do you? It's, it's a like tie, it's yeah. a half a game, you know. Yeah. It's like you're playing the Bengals. You should have won the game, and um, you just didn't show up. Man. Our whole division sucks. I don't know. I still think the Cowboys are going to run away with it. I think they're going to win the division. Now. They've had a rough start. They've they played all the tough teams. Now we got to go. Yeah, you know? all the teams that they just lost to in close games. We got to get play. We got to go play, and we're going to get crushed. Well, we played the Rams. They played the Rams. Right. We got crushed by the Rams. They, they had a good game with the Rams. They should have beat the Rams, but. Uh, now we got the Niners tonight. I think they're going to smoke us. Our offense sucks. So I picked the Eagles in the dog pool because I'm like seven points. Yeah, but I, I mean, the Eagles got no shot. I, I just don't. Yeah. And, you know, that was my heart pick. <laughs> sure. You know, that. Yeah. I'm like, maybe we'll get some kind of magic. Maybe Miles will do something. Carson will come out of his shit. He's got to wake up, right? I mean, he's a better quarterback than he than we're seeing, right? Hey, I just watched a little bit of that North Dakota State quarterback they got now. Maybe we should draft him. Yeah, I know. He looked good. Yeah. Get another North Dakota kid. Did they move out of FCS now? Hmm. I think I heard them say that was the only game they're going to play this year. Oh, really? No, they got to play. North Dakota always plays North Dakota State. Who did they play yesterday? I don't know. I saw the team. Yeah, it was. God, that's sad if that's true. Yeah. Maybe their whole conference shut down. Who the hell knows? Oh, man, bad. So, I don't know. We play the 49ers tonight. I'll see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got I to gotta think. We don't have any receivers. Deshaun Jackson's out again. Alshon Jeffrey, who knows when he's going to play. These young um, guys? What about the young guys? Well, I like Greg Ward. He's, like, the only healthy one. He's a slot guy. Right. The rest so, of them don't seem like they want to catch the ball. I mean, I don't know what's up with that Arcega Whiteside. He's obviously a 100% bust. He can't even yeah. get on the field. I mean, God damn, we keep wasting these picks. I know. And then uh, Dallas Goddard, he's out with a broken ankle, right? Yeah, he's out. He's eight weeks or something. But Yeah, that white side, he's, he was a bust. We could have had the receiver from Seattle. Who would we pick instead of getting him? Um, we get Hurts? Was that, what the, was that the second one? No, no, no. Hurts was this year. That was the year before. So you're talking about DK Metcalf? Yes. Yeah, so we part, picked white side. We picked Whiteside, dude. Our city guys, yeah. So, I mean, we picked Dillard first, the, the left tackle. Mm-hmm. Then I guess we'll get Miles and Whiteside. I don't know who was first. Yeah. But we could have had Metcalf. We didn't pick Miles. We, we, you know, it was Metcalf was there when we picked Whiteside. Just think about that. That's, a, that's the bottom line. And that dude was a beast. You know, ran fast. And they kept saying, hey, this guy, you know, he's big, he's fast, this guy's going to be good. Yep. And we get some. And I still, I still kind of like this Rieger, Jalen Rieger, we'll see. Mm-hmm. But Justin Jefferson, seven receptions, what, 175 yards last week? <laughs> when he was there. I'm like, this guy, what did he score, like four touchdowns in the national championship game last year? Mm-hmm. Jefferson. 
like when you're that good at that level, it's you're a star. Yeah. It's like stars make things happen in the NFL. It's like you don't have to yeah. whatever it was at the combine and we're looking for the character guy, whatever. Come on. The yeah. guy wins, he plays, seven catches, 175 yards, and uh, Rieger, you know, yeah. on the IR. But I'm not going to downplay him. I still think he can be okay. Yeah, I think he's going to be good, yeah. honestly. So, I don't know. Uh, and then the Phillies, they finally get rid of Clintech. I saw that. That, well, that <laughs> well, was finally a good move. Yes. Oh, God, that guy was a bum, huh? He, he was bad, man. You know, from, from hiring his coach... The manager he hired to, uh, oh, my God. Well, I, I like the manager now. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I, like I think Ger- Girardi's Ger- good. Girardi's good. Um, if they get a good GM, the Phils could be right there again. No, I think that they he has, this guy has destroyed our farm system. So he's traded stuff away. Um, <coughs> you know, I just, there's just nothing there, man. We, yeah. you know, these good teams that just keep bringing players up. Uh, it'll take a few years to build it back up, but I think if you get the right guy who knows what they're doing, they can do that. I wonder how many players on the Marlins uh, came up through that they got from us. That JT <laughs> Real Muto. I like that kid, and yeah. unfortunately they couldn't work it out, and now he's getting free agent. Pentec did not work that out. Well, maybe the new guy will come in and say, hey, don't sign somewhere. Let's, we want you here. He can't. He's a free agent already. He's done. He's done in Philly. You could sign him a free agent and bring him back. Yeah, he's, I don't think he even wants to be here. I think no. he's so turned off by the fact that they didn't. Offer it to him? Yeah, that he's just like, I'm going to go get the best. And yeah. I don't think the Phillies are going to be able to match and get no, there. No, I mean, won't. apparently the owner, what is it, John Middleton, said at Deep Pockets we're going to do whatever when mm-hmm. they signed Harper. And, my God, that bullpen was a mess. They, what did they lose? Like, I think that they would have won one of those last seven games. They had a game, like the second to last game, if they won it, they clinched or something like that. Of course, I mean, they, they didn't, didn't win any of them. Nope. And you just get there. Now look at the Marlins, you know. Marlins make it, beat the Cubs. Yeah. They're I didn't talk, know. That guy was talking smack about the Phils, too, one of their players. Oh, was he? Yeah, he said something about, you know, one of the first games when they opened this season, they were playing in Philly, and they were beating the Phillies, and the Phillies said something like, come on, these guys are bottom feeders, we should be winning. He goes, well, look at us. We're in the playoffs. We're the Phillies. Wow. Yeah, well, they're watching true. you, man. That's true. I wonder who said it. I forget who the player was. Somebody on the Mars. But, yeah. Wow. He, he, that's what happens. Because, right? I mean, I, maybe it was Jorge Alfalo because he was our catcher. And he Not went sure. down there in the Real Muto trade. Might have been. Might have been. Jesus, man. He's, so. a, he's a beast. That dude has a cannon the second yeah. base. I like G- JT, though. It's going to be a shame to lose him. Yeah. But thank God Clintech's gone. Move on, you know? Yeah. So, uh, have you had a chance to watch Cobra Kai yet? No. I I've, I, I got to watch it. No, I have not watched Just, it yet. It's like... I'll right, catch I, an episode I, or two by next time. Yeah, so it's number one right now, stream show still. Get out of here, really. Yeah, it know? sounds funny from what everybody's to saying oh, about man. it. I just, I have had, I keep waiting because I want to talk to you about it. I have like the top ten lines from Johnny Lawrence uh, during the show. I heard it's not politically correct. No, oh, that's no, awesome. No, no, Good. No. Yeah, I got to watch just for that. <laughs> now I've been involved with Dexter. I've been uh, okay. catching up with that. Well, season eight, or I'm sorry, season three starts uh, January 8th, 2021. So okay. it'll be good. All right, so uh, we're on to our Mount Rushmore. Okay, which are we finally doing the one you talked about? Uh, Notre Dame. There we go. Notre Dame players. Notre okay. Dame players. So, okay. um, 
We'll uh, we'll each give out our four. I've got like okay. I got like ten here, but okay. I got at least eight, but I'll give you my four first. <coughs> okay. So we're gonna go with guys in our lifetime, or at least mm-hmm. guys that we saw play. Exactly. So my top four, in not necessarily any particular order, would be Joe Montana. That's my one. <laughs> <clears throat> Timmy Brown. Uh, Tony Rice, uh, Jerome Bettis, uh, with honorable mentions from Ross Browner, uh, Bob Crable, uh, Todd Light, and The Rocket would be honorable mentions. So that's good. Um, Everybody you named is on my list except for one. You didn't even name this guy, surprisingly. Okay. And I'm surprised you didn't name Monty Teo's girlfriend. (laughs) <laughs> no, I didn't. I think that girl. I didn't even put Ron. I didn't even put Single-handedly destroyed that team. Because oh. you think about it, they were undefeated at that time, and Monty Teo's that whole thing comes out right before. Well, that and they played Alabama. I know, but still, he could, that girlfriend could have been real, and they weren't beating Bama. <laughs> oh, I still don't know how the hell he fell for that man. This guy, poor guy. Oh, poor Whatever. Guy. You, you felt bad. Um, so my number one would be Joe Montana as well. Okay. Um, you know that cotton ball? My cotton ball, the chicken soup game oh against Houston. God, yeah. I remember that game. That was cold. They had the greenies on. They had the greenies. One of the last plays of the game, he hit the guy in the front corner of the end zone, and yeah, that man. was it, man. Yep. That was the beginning of Joe Cool. Um, so I'd have to go Tim Brown over Rocket. Oh, yeah, definitely. But Rocket was such a game changer that year, man. He was. He was. You know, but Timmy Brown was amazing. Timmy Brown was phenomenal. The year so, before he was phenomenal. What, one guy that was I also thought was on this team, Ricky Waters. Uh, yeah, he was on. He, he he was a few years younger than Timmy Brown. Okay. He was he was in between the Rocket and uh, and Timmy Brown. Okay. Yeah, I think he but might have been a under sophomore. Holt. All under Holt, yes. Yeah. Uh, I got Bettis, uh, and I had Tony Rice. So you named everybody. The only one that you didn't name was uh, Ricky Waters. He's the only one that I had on. For here. who? For what? Yeah. You know. So. Um, I guess my four, I'd have to go Montana. Yeah. Timmy Brown. Yeah. Uh, I got to go Tony Rice also because yeah. he was so amazing. He was good. Oh, here's another one that I have written down. Golden Tate. Pretty awesome. Golden Tate was good too, yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I'm going to have to go Rocket over Bettis. I'm going to go okay. Rocket. Just because I just remember, like, that punt return he had. Against Colorado, that call, call back? Yeah. That clip? Yep. And I'm just yeah. like, man, he just, he was such a game changer. He was, and people, they were terrified of about him, yep. you know, and he was. He was, I remember when he first got there, his first year, Holtz telling a story about, you know, he, he's really fast, he can't catch two wood, good. He goes, listen, and Holtz, you know, just like Holtz is, he goes, listen, kid, you just go deep, we're going to throw it to you, and that's going to open everything else up, because then everybody's worried about him, yeah. and then the run game starts. He goes, we'll get you catching a ball. And so then he did. Where did he, was he McDevitt as well? Bishop McDevitt out in Harrisburg? Who? Uh, no, he's... No, he was Harrisburg. Harrisburg. So Ricky no, Waters was... Ricky was Bishop McDevitt. Uh, and so Raheem was... was... Him and his brother, they weren't McDevitt. They were... I think they might have gone to the same high school as uh, Parson. Oh, okay. Harrisburg. Okay. But they didn't go to McDevitt. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that... Uh, what's his name went to McDevitt? Um, LaShawn. LaShawn oh, LaShawn McCoy, yeah. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Then he went to Pitt. Yep. yep. I remember that. Yeah, I yep. remember him at Pitt. Yeah. Doing really good, but uh, so there's my four. So okay. Montana, uh, Timmy Brown, um, Tony Rice, yeah. and I'm going Rocket. So. Okay, yeah, I, I mean, I, I was kind of, kind of torn between Rocket and uh, 
and the bus, but I figured well, the bus ended up in a NFL Hall of Fame, so I'll give him the push. I love the bus, but I didn't think he was as great at Notre Dame. As he was he, damn good, yeah. He was, he was good, but yeah. but didn't they have two backs in that were really good? Yeah, it was him and, I want to say there was a Denson or something like that. There was yeah. a, oh, oh, no, no, that's Northwestern. There was another good guy who was really good, but yeah. the bus down the end, they would have him going, man. Yeah. Tough to stop that big fucker. So... <laughs> Um, so that's good. I like that. I mean, we, we held off on that one a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, but we finally got to that Mount Rushmore. We may have to do a Mount Rushmore Syracuse for you boys up in Syracuse. We'll wait till we get them on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't not, I don't know too many. Uh, oh, they got some good ones. I mean, yeah, I know. You got Donovan and, uh. Oh, you got Jim Brown. You got, uh, what's his name who won the, the first, uh, Heisman for them? Ernie Davis, Ernie Davis yeah. Larry Zonka, Zonka, Larry Little, um, Marvin Harrison, Marvin Harrison, yeah, he's Marvin Harrison. I remember watching him in high school, uh, Thanksgiving Day. It's Roxbury used to play Roman, uh-huh. Roman Catholic, and my dad's like, yeah, apparently this kid's really, you know, he's the guy, you know, whatever. I'm like, yeah, he didn't look that good to me. Yeah, <laughs> runs a punt return. I'm standing right there and silently he goes by me. I'm like. How come they can't catch him? You know, he wasn't like you know. You see those guys who are just like fast. He was just elusive. Yeah. You know, and just was one of those. They guys. they were. He was good, man. He was good. Yeah, he was good. And he played with Donovan. They were just tearing it up. They did. And then got to play with Peyton Manning. Yeah. It's like Jesus. He was good. He was just a great route runner. You know. Yeah. Didn't he almost? Did he go to? What was he was accused thing? of something like shooting somebody, but something about I don't a car know. wash or something, or something in the city. I have of Philly, no right? idea. Yeah, uh, somebody accused him of something, and I have no idea. Yeah, there was guys up there, and um, you know, when I worked up there in upstate, there was guys that were huge Eagles fans um, in the middle of New York. Like, why are you guys Eagles fans? Huge Donovan McNabb fans. Oh, they really? Became Eagles fans because of Donovan McNabb. Because Donovan McNabb. Yeah, they just. Followed him. Yeah, the Syracuse. dudes up in Syracuse, like I know people I used to work up in Syracuse, they loved the basketball team. They loved yeah. the Orange Man. Did he play basketball too? McNabb? He did. McNabb was on a team. Okay. Know, it's not like he was a star, a starter. No, I mean, it's Syracuse. Yeah. Which yeah. is not easy to make that team. Exactly. So he was at the end of the bench. He did get in sometimes, but hey, that's, you like you say, it's not easy. Even sitting on the end of the bench isn't easy. No. So, <clears throat> interesting. Um, when you think about these guys that are half decent quarterbacks, because I, I actually like McNabb, right. you know, I, I don't, I know the whole thing, and there's some people in this city that absolutely hate Donovan McNabb. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was one that liked him. I thought during the time, you know, I, I never liked where you throw it at people's feet. Yeah, that like I that. didn't like. I mean, he could throw the most beautiful 80-yard pass, yeah. but a five-yard screen, ten-yard screen, he bounce, it's like stick ball. He's like bounce yeah. pass. Yeah. Um, but I liked him. He kept us in games. He was like, we had. Yeah. Great run when Donovan was our quarterback. Yeah, um, but the uh, the basketball tie-in. So it's like you, you keep watching these quarterbacks. They're decent. Like Nick Foles was a great basketball player. Mm-hmm. He's, he always talked about how that he equated basketball to his success on the field. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like faking the one way and yeah. passing. And I'm like, it's interesting, you know. Well, most of these uh, guys who make it in any sport. Always played were great multi sport, and that's why it kind of gets me now with these kids. They want to, hey, we're just going to concentrate on one sport. No, 
like you say, you equate this to that. Like footwork and basketball is important. Footwork and foot baseball and football is important yep, too. Yep. And it can really help you out. Yep. Definitely. You know, turning a double play uh, in, in baseball is like you know setting a pick in basketball. The way you're turning your hips and your feet and everything. Yep. You know, it, it all equates. It all kind of comes back. It's all hand-eye coordination and footwork. You know. Yeah, definitely. So, you know. So it doesn't surprise me that a lot of these guys are great in a bunch of sports. They are. You know, I mean, now you got that Kyler Murray baseball. Yep. You know? uh-huh. uh, Russell Wilson's baseball as well. Baseball, yeah. Tom Brady, baseball, uh-huh. whatever. Right. You know? Randy um, Moss played some basketball with the guy who, uh, he went to high school with a guy who made it in the pros. Yeah, who was Jason that? Williams. Was it Jason Williams? Yeah, it was Jason yeah. Williams because he went to, he got kicked out of school and then ended up, where did he end up? He ended up like on Sacramento. He was very good oh, for a yeah. while there. But he, he, was, he was had drug issues. Remember? Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay, and then him and Randy they used Moss. They called him White Chocolate. Out. Yeah, they called him White Chocolate. He was he was awesome. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, a lot of these guys all played great, you know. Then you, of course, you have Bo Bo Jackson and Dion. They really made it famous. But I, I bet you there was a lot of guys who could have done. Yeah, I think those were the last two, right? Nobody's really crossed over since. Uh, no, uh, the, well, the guy Bo. from Atlanta. Uh, he was a center for Andrew Jones. Is Andrew Jones? Oh, yeah? yeah, he played a little bit of both. <coughs> um, and then, you know, what's his name? The Big Hurt. He started out in football and he got hurt and then he just stuck, stuck with baseball. Tony Gonzalez, basketball player. Tony Gonzalez. Then they had that other one out in uh, uh, San Diego. How about the tight end for the San Diego? Uh, yeah. Gates? Yeah, yeah. Antonio he did Gates. both. A lot of those guys. Uh, Kent or something like that? Kent? University, Kent State, whatever. Uh, it might have been. might have yeah. been, yeah. I know he was somewhere in the MAC. A lot of these big guys, like uh, Gonzalez was good. Uh, no, was it J- no, Jason Kidd. He played with Jason Kidd out in Cal. So, oh, is yeah. that where he was, Cal? Uh, Tony Gonzalez. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to Yeah, yeah. yeah. God, man, he, that dude. He was, was good. He was just a good, yeah, I'm sure a lot of these guys are great at a lot of couple of sports. They're big, good athletic guys. Yeah, no kidding. Um... All right, so we're now we're going to go to your biggest heartbreaking loss, either witnessed in person or uh, you were at the game. Biggest heartbreaking loss, oh, God. <laughs> Too many. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Heartbreaking loss. Jeez. You know, being a Red Sox fan, there's a whole lot of those. Uh, well, I, I'll start with the Red Sox since there's so many goddamn ones of those guys. Yeah. Uh, and I'll start with the TV ones that I saw. Uh, the tiebreaker against the Yankees in 78, Bucky Condent. That motherfucker. <laughs> Hate that fucking douchebag. I was in like 7th grade, and I remember, 7th or 8th grade, I remember running home. 78, 79, something like it that? It was the 78 season. 78 season. So it was yeah. the fall of 78, so we were in eighth grade. Yep. And I remember the game was being played in the afternoon, so we got out of school just in time where I might have missed the back. first couple of innings. And I get home and watch that whole game, and, and it was a good omen because the Yankees had Ron Guidry pitching, who was awesome that year. I think he won like 24 games. And he never gave up a homer to a left-handed hitter. And, like, the first inning, Kari Skrimski hits a homer. I'm like, that's it. We're going to win this fucker. Yeah. And then, of course, Bucky fucking dent that jerk off. He hits a home run. Barely made it over the fence. Yeah, well, that, it, it doesn't matter. Barely or way over the fence is a homer's a homer, that sucker. Yeah. Uh, then there's 86, game six, Bill Buckner. Oh, my God. We were one strike out of it. I know, one strike. And everybody blamed poor Bill Buckner. But Bill Buckner was, you know, if it wasn't for him, we probably wouldn't have even gotten to the World Series because he played so well in September and in the playoffs. Yeah. And then he blamed him. He had a great career, that guy. He was. 
So, I mean, those are two. Played for the Cubs for years, right? Played for the Cubs before they played for the Dodgers, before Dodgers. he had all the knee injuries, and he was fast. If you ever watched the 715th home run of uh, Hank Aaron, there's they played against the Dodgers, Al Downing, hits a home run, there's a left fielder in the, on the Dodgers climbing a fence like he's going to catch it, yeah, yeah. Bill Buckner. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, so... Yeah, so those are two real heartbreaking losses. Or you could go with freaking Magic beating the Celtics. I, God, I, I love Magic, but God, he killed the Celtics. Yeah. Him and his baby hook beat us in like '87. So yeah. Jeez, I'll, I'll try and get one per sport then. So it was probably I guess it was '79 Flyers versus '79 or '80. '80 Islanders. Islanders. The all they were offsides. Yep. I remember that game. Mike Bossy. Mike Bossy. Yeah, they were good. Flyers could have pushed to game yeah. seven. He was offsides. He was offsides. And so way offsides. That's, that was heartbreaking. Um, Eagles, I'd have to go the, uh, the year where we, Tampa Bay comes up here. It's cold. I had the party. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they went on <laughs> to beat the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. I and, remember that. Yeah. Tampa Bay wins the Super Bowl. And he Bowl. picks it. Uh, Rondé uh, Barber picked. Yep. And put yep. the... Joe Jorovich just makes that catch across the middle and goes up straight down the sidelines. And that yep. safety is a piece of shit safety we got from Tennessee is chasing him the whole time. So that was a rough one. Right. Um, Sixers, God, there were so many. But I would say, you know, more, most recent, the bounce against uh, Toronto where uh, Kawhi Leonard hits that shot, just bouncing around and goes. Oh, in. yeah, 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 yeah. You know? He's a tough player, yeah. Um, that, was, that was a little rough. And then Phillies, I'd have to say that year where uh, they played the game against the Dodgers in the in the rain. Uh, are you talking about like 77, 78 around yeah. there? And they had a lead and they blew it. Manny Mota had that. Yeah. And they, uh, the bull, Luzinski, yeah. like had it and popped it yeah. out. Yeah. That, game. that was Manny fucking Mota. That guy yeah. is like he sat at the end of the bench forever. It's like and it's like he was always old, warmed up. Playing. All right, Manny, get in there. It's like he's a statue. Yeah. Like, you know, he's in like a glass box, breaking unless you need a big hit. So, okay, here I yeah. come. And he would just come out of nowhere and get a big hit all the fucking time. It's funny that, you know, it's like as an athlete, like I don't know what it is, but those things stand out so much. I mean, the good things do too, right? But I yeah. remember as an athlete playing, all I remember are the things that could have happened. Oh, yeah, I always remember the bad ones. And, you know, people say, hey, I remember this game, and if it's something good, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yep. whatever. It's the bad ones that I can't, like, I can't ever let go of. Like, yep. Fucker, why did we win that win? I know, it's like. Yeah, you're right. It's just, I don't know what it is. It's like the what ifs, what if. And then I'll if. throw, uh, of course, i got to have a Penn State heartbreak, and there's a plenty of them, too. 1999, we're 9-0, last three games, we're playing Minnesota at home. We get upset. We're number two in the country. This game was just replayed on. I had to turn it off. Big Ten Network. Big Ten Network. And it's like a fourth and 15, fourth and 20. And they get this crazy bounce. And Penn State had a great D that year. That was Arrington and Courtney Brown and all those guys. James Boyd. And they make a crazy catch to get in the field goal range. And I remember watching it. And they make it. And then they kick a field goal at the buzzer. And they beat us. And then, of course, then we lost the next Two games. I think they never recovered Lost from to Michigan it. State. Michigan, after. Michigan, then Michigan State, and then yeah. they go go to some bullshit bowl and win that big deal. But yeah, that was like I remember like holy. I remember being numb. Like yeah. I turned it off and I did like take a nap. Like I'm going to bed. I remember they had a good running back though. Uh, that year, yeah, Minnesota. Eric. Oh, uh, a guy named Hammer, Hammer, yeah, yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. And he was good. Yeah. And they always had good running backs. And it was a coach 
uh, Mason, who's now, uh, and he always gave Penn State a tough time. He, did. he always, they, it was always like real close, and they had no business being close with us, but always give us a close. I remember leading into that game saying to somebody, it's going to be a tight game. They're like, nah, don't blow them out. I'm like, Minnesota always plays us tough. Yeah. And, and Minnesota at that time always had good linemen and a, a, always tough running backs. I remember they had that, uh, they had two guys like right after that in the beginning of the 2000s who were really good. Uh, God, what were their names? They were both Marion. Oh, Marion Barber. Marion Barber, and it was another guy. And it was another dude, and they, and they were there together. Dude, they were at the same time. Same time. Yep. And they would rotate them or sometimes put them in there. i got to look this and up. And, boy, they were good. They were really good. Yes. Yes, they were. And, oh. man, they were and they were tough to bring down. They were big, bulky guys. And that, they, they weren't speedsters, but I, you, you'd look at them like, shit, I don't know. It would be a hard time to tackle those suckers. Yeah, so that was 99. But that was after, right? Right, it was after. So it was like 2000, 2001, 2002. And then that's about the time. And from that loss on for the next four years, Penn State sucked. And I don't think they ever recovered from that. And they didn't they come didn't, back until like 2005. Yeah. It was like a four or five-year run where they just sucked. And it all, it all came back to then. And then they had this big win against Minnesota that kind of turned it back all around again. So right. it was kind of strange, yeah. yeah. Marion Barber, and I can't think the, the other guy was, I think the other guy might have even been better. Yeah. Let's see, what years was? That's probably like 2000, 2001. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but they were tough. Because he was the MVP of the Music City Bowl 2004, so. Oh, really? Okay, so maybe it was 2002, three, and four. But they were tough, and they always had great linemen. Those, you know, like Wisconsin, Minnesota, those big farm boys. Boy, oh, yeah. they can they they just mass produce linemen. Minnesota Golden Gophers, right? Yep. Golden Gophers. They used to play. Um, well, they they started playing in the the dome they had there until that collapsed. Yeah, right? the Metro. Yeah, well, now they got an outdoor stadium, which they is do, beautiful. Yeah. And I like their playing out, outdoors because it reminds me of, like, the old Vikings used to play outside. Oh, I love that. And that's when the Vikings were great with Bud Grant and oh, the yeah. Purple People Eaters. Dude, and went to, the, went to the Patriots. See if you remember who he is. I don't. Lawrence Maroney. Lawrence Maroney. And I wouldn't have gotten 2003 that. 2003 to 2005. Barbara was there from 2001 to 2004. Yeah. Lawrence Maroney. Yeah. They were tough. The two of them were really, really yeah. good. And uh, and Glenn Mason was, you know, he was an old uh, Ohio State guy. He was an assistant with uh, Woody, and he believed in running that ball, man, and you know, and playing good defense. I didn't know Barber's father played there. Yeah. yeah. Seventy-seven to eighty. Yeah, I didn't know who he was. Yeah. Wow, David Cobb. I remember him too. They were tough. Thomas were tough. Hamner. That's the one we're um, talking He about. was tough. I can't he was. you knew that name. Yeah, Hamner. Because, you know, like I said, I, I remember it then because I was like, Hamner is hammering us. And right. then I just watched it again. And he was a, not a big guy, but he was tough to bring down. He ran hard. But that was a heartbreaking loss. Oh, that was that was tough for me. That is tough. That was a tough loss. I was really thinking it was going to be us in Florida State for the championship. But instead it was Michael Vick versus Florida State in the championship. Who 99. Virginia Tech and Michael Vick. Played who? Florida State with Peter Ward. Oh, yeah. Remember that? uh, Was that the Sugar Bowl? Sugar. Sugar. Yep. 
God, Michael Vick. My God, he was a... tremendous in college. Jesus Christ! God, man. he was he was electric. He was unbelievable. You know, I remember him watching him. No, it was against Temple, but he he's back. He's looking, looking. All of a sudden, he just takes off eighty yards. I he, I don't even think anybody touched him. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, there was D backs with the angle on him. And he blew him away like he you wouldn't believe. That, it was like he holy shit! Look at this guy. There was two games yesterday where. I still don't understand why guys do this. And it happened in the NFL, and it just happened twice yesterday. So one was the Kentucky game. The other one was Army was playing Abilene Christian. Army's up, like, I don't know, 23 nothing mm-hmm. against Abilene Christian, right? So Abilene Christian runs this reverse. The guy gets by the Army defense. He's on, like, the 20-yard line, Jimmy, and he does this. Oh, I saw I saw the highlights today when I was working out. And he got caught from behind both times. Yes. So Kentucky. I hate, I, I, I hate too. that. I hate that. I did see the highlights of that today. I hate that. And, and then the one, I think it was Kentucky, the coach pulled the dude out, and he's in his face. Oh, was he? Oh, my God. That's he awesome. was all over him. Because that was a good game, too. Yeah, I hate that. It's like, get, yeah. you know, celebrate after you get across the goal line. You know, yeah. and, and who, or as the coaches used to say to us, act like you've been here before. To us, to the ref and do what you That's it. One of the greatest running backs ever. Barry Sanders, what did he do when he celebrated? Handed. Handed to the ref, and he never. you you would never know if yeah. he was happy or not. I mean, that being said, I'm okay with the little bit of showboat. I don't know why I like the Not until you cross the goal line. Well, yeah, crossing the goal line. But the, uh, it was Metcalf, D.K. Metcalf. Oh, did he? Yeah, he was like all right, uh, early in the game last week, and he's like at the five-yard line. Oh, they're playing the Cowboys. And he's like at the five yard line, and he's like already celebrating. And the Cowboys guy just knocks it out of his hand. Just Leon led him. He, he, he well, <laughs> yesterday it's there was two games yesterday. It was a Kentucky game, and there was another game. Same thing. The but dude it was the Abilene summer. Christian versus. Oh, was it Abilene Army, Christian? Oh, okay. Where the guy and they're losing twenty three nothing, and the guy's at the twenty yard line. And he does dude, that. Yeah, he's putting up his face. Dude, you're down twenty three <laughs> points. Act like it. Exactly. Gee, I hate that. Oh my! It's gosh. this whole me, so me, 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 me. Oh, if I was the coach, me, me. imagine if that was he did that and he was playing for Penn State with Paterno. He may not see the field for the rest uh, of the year. Get out. So it's tough today. I, you know, I, I'm thinking, how do you discipline? I mean, college is different. They can still discipline in the pros. Yeah. I mean, how much do they put up with? Get out, you know, get off the field. You know, it's like. Well, it depends on the coach. Now, if it's like the Patriots and Belichick, you know, like or the guy out in Seattle. Who, uh, uh, Carroll gets them like that? Well, they just have so much respect to their players. Okay, so, I mean, they have, you know, like, say, you know, like Belichick. I remember if you, and and when Bill O'Brien came to Penn State, he brought that same mentality. If you fumble the ball, you're on the bench for the rest of it. You don't don't see the field no more. And I remember, like, when he was coaching, I'm like, what happened to such and such? Like, oh, he fumbled. I'm like, oh, he's out. (laughs) And then you wouldn't see him the rest of the game. And next thing you know, the next week, you went from the starter to the backup. And that's how they disciplined it. Amazing. So, <laughs> what are some of the greatest plays you ever witnessed? Greatest? Oh. Well, I'll give you an example. Like, Go ahead. You know, the Flutie play. That was a tremendous... I, I do remember, remember watching the day? Because I remember the That day. was like Thanksgiving weekend. It, so was it Friday, Thanksgiving? Friday after, after Thanksgiving. And I remember watching it with my dad. And, mm. you know, we're watching it. Same. I yeah, so I'm sitting work. there and, you know, we're from Boston. My dad's like... And he, of course, we all hated Miami. Everybody hated Miami. I hate these suckers. I wish we could just pull one off. And yep. they did. I'm like, I was like, what are you, a prophet? He goes, oh, my God. And that was incredible. Loved it. That that was a great play. Uh, how about the uh, Colorado-Michigan game? I got game? that one. Cordell uh, In the big house. 
Uh, what was it? Uh, what, the Westbrook? A guy named Westbrook yeah. caught it or something like that? Cordell against, Stewart. Here's that game another. was over. And here's another one in the big house. Appalachian State blocks wow. it, picks it up, and runs it. That was How about that one? Uh, or we'll go. We'll do a Penn State game. Eighty-two Nebraska game. Wow, with the catch. Bowman catch, no catch. Maybe a, no. He caught it. The play before it when uh, McCluskey, Mike McCluskey, he was way out of bounds. Father Judge. Father Judge. I actually met him like a year ago. Did his you? his kids play with Biggs's kids. Oh no, kidding. he's a big tall guy. Yeah, yeah. Nice guy, and he he was way out of bounds. But who cares? <laughs> but then you know that was a great play. Yeah, yeah. There's there's tons of those types of plays. Um, oh, I don't. Jesus. I just, I just, you just witnessed, like, you know. Greatness. Whether it was on TV or not, you know. Yeah. I mean, we, we watched a lot of these on TV. I mean, yeah. I saw some good stuff in person. I was at the 4th and 26 game. I've talked about that a lot. Oh, Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. Fre- you know? Fred X. And that's that just like. Knucklehead. Uh, what? <laughs> right, right. You know? The miracle in the Meadowlands with uh, Herm Edwards picking it up. Or the second miracle in the so Meadowlands. The I remember one, watching that one. The second one, uh, Eric and the boys were there. So. Eric's brother lives up there, and he had he has tickets through the, the Giants and whatnot. So the boys are up there, all their Eagles gear and everything, and they're catching it the whole day. And that Deshaun yeah. runs that. Was he back. in the stadium? Is that they were in the stadium. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. And then he so. runs by, and the best part, if you see the film, runs by and you see the coach. What's his name? Uh, uh, good coach. Yeah, the guy coach. who was he was one time coach at BC and then he yes, won yes. two Super Bowls. Went to Jacksonville. He's Went to Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. The older guy. GM now. Yeah, he's yeah. a he's a great great coach and he's like, don't punt it to him. Yeah, just he, don't punt it to him. And then as he's <laughs> running by, you see him throw shit. And throws then, the papers in the air. And, and then then what's his name? He's trying to run out the clock and he's running along the goal line and some dude oh, my, overran oh, oh, my it. Oh God! And he's coming towards him. It's like get in the end get zone. It. And then he gets again, you know, knucklehead. Just get the hell in the end zone. And, you know, he did get in the end zone. Uh, but that was a great play. Uh, oh, my God, there's just so many of those things. Uh, how about, uh, uh, what was it? What year was that? Tom was Coughlin. That? Tom Coughlin. Uh, 2013, uh, Red Sox, Detroit Tigers. Sox down three. They're, they're about to go down 0-2 at home against the Tigers, who had great pitching. They had Verlander. They had the guy who's now on the Nats, uh, Scherzer. They had all these pitchers. And it's like, man, they go 0-2 and they got to go Detroit, they're done. Ninth inning, Big Poppy, Grand Salami. Right? It's like, oh, my God. And I don't think they uh, he made an out right from that point on to the World Series. Christ, he, like, batted 1,000 from then on. Big and Poppy. that was a great one. Oh, my God. Um, uh, Bird versus Detroit Pistons where, you, you know, Bird steals the ball over to DJ. Oh, and then, then he scores and that that. Yeah, Which was still, awesome because I hated Detroit. I know, but who throws the ball in? Is that Isaiah? Isaiah throws it and he tries he to lob it backwards. To, though he throws, he throws it backwards to because uh, he's on the side, right? And he throws, tries to throw it at Lambeer, and Bird comes out of nowhere, picks it, and just turns. And pivots, DJ's driving, and DJ sees it and he goes right to boom, yeah, bang bang. It's I like, love that man. I freaking love that. That was a good one. I got goosebumps one. talking about. It. <laughs> so yeah, but that was it. That was the last time the Pistons. Then yeah, then that. that was the last year that Celtics beat the Pistons, and then Pistons went on their run. Then the Bulls well, went on three, their run. Right. You know, or how about Jordan over Elo? 
And oh, Jordan, yeah. you could just make a book on Jordan and all his great players. That poor Cleveland Cavaliers team, man, they had a team. They had a great team. Hot Rod John Williams, they had Brad Doherty, yep, yep. Elo, they had Mark Price. Mark Price. They, 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 the they, Lenny out. Wilkins was their coach, had a great yeah. coach. Yep, yep. They, they they were like that. And you know what? There's a lot of teams in that era in basketball that get forgotten. Like if you remember, I don't know if you're a big basketball fan, then I was. I was then. There was a, a lot of teams that got forgotten, especially in the East Co- uh, the Eastern Conference because there was the Celtics and the Sixers, and that was it. The Milwaukee Bucks in the 80s were oh awesome. Yeah. Marcus Johnson, Sidney Moncrief. Only team to beat the Sixers the year they won the championship. They beat them in three. one game. Yeah. And they and the, the series before that, they swept the Celtics so the Celtics couldn't play the Sixers. Yeah. They had a great Bob Lanier. They had all the, uh, Junior Bridgman, Brian Winters. They were great. Atlanta in the 80s with Dominique, Dominique Doc yeah. Rivers, uh, Spud Webb, uh, Tree Rollins, all these guys. The Knicks with Bernard King. People forget about them because they couldn't oh, get past King. the Celtic, yeah. the Nets, with Bernard King's brother, yeah. and and Michael Ray Richardson, oh my God. and and uh, Brian a uh, bird song, and all these guys. And G Man was on that team. There was a lot of teams in there. So yeah, that Cleveland team falls right into that where you kind of forget about them because they just couldn't get past the big boys. The thing was the East, you know, they just beat each other up. It was and brutal. then they would get to the L.A. was like going through a sauna. Oh, we're going to beat up on this yep. great little bitty team and that team, and the Nuggets score a lot of points but play no defense, and we'll beat them 200 to 150. We'll get a nice work at it, really, and they would just wait. I mean, what is that? Seattle was half decent at times Yeah, there. Seattle, Golden State, they had run DMC, but they couldn't hang with them. Right. You know, you had uh, the Spurs with George Gervin, who would score a million points, but no one else would. But he didn't play defense. Didn't play any defense. None of them did. The Nuggets would score a million points, but didn't play any defense FedEx. at all. Um, but, yeah, yeah they're suicidal. and that Cleveland team falls right into that where you forget about them because they just couldn't get past the Bulls or the Pistons. The FedEx truck. By. It just reminds me, yesterday I get, because I've had issues with my laptop for, I don't know, like the past two months. Right. I just show, I try and go into the meetings, we use everything Google, right? Everything's on the cloud, whatever. So, but I try and get, and just spins, won't let me into meetings, so finally I'm like, call PC support. Literally once a week I was calling them, got the issue again, they do this, that, get me work, it would work for a week, boom, try and get into a meeting, wouldn't work. Anyway. I'm waiting for this laptop to get delivered by 10.30. I get the alert, tracking, you know, uh, have to sign for it. So 11.15 comes around, and uh, I hear the alert that there's someone at the front door. I go out there, FedEx guy's walking away. I don't have to sign for it. He's just walking, waving. You can see it's a laptop box. Pick the box up. I'm like, huh, this thing's, like, sliding all around in it. I'm like, this feels weird. It's, like, soggy. Dude, I open this box up. It was like, I felt like it was, Tom Hanks just delivered this from fucking Castaway. I was figuring to open the box, see Wilson's face. It was like, the laptop was soaking wet. I was like, I don't know what to do. I took pictures and everything. I'm going to call my work tomorrow, you know. It's like, here it is. We went down on a plane with Tom Hanks, man. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. Wilson, get that laptop for Norm. (laughs) I'm going to hand deliver it. Like, how does something get that wet and get delivered? Like, literally, Jimmy, this thing is, like, the box is totally, like, oh I'm trying God. to cut the box open, and it's just falling off, apart. Did you keep the, uh, the the ID number of the delivery? I got there? everything. Yeah. I got everything in my office. Yeah, let them know. The like, open, dude, just airing things up. out. Yeah. I wasn't even going to turn the laptop on because I flipped it open, and they had, like, paperwork in there, you know, how to uh, 
get everything flashed over. And it, the paperwork's just all soaking wet. Oh, my like, God. How is this this yeah, bad? drop it in somebody's pool or something? Uh, something, man. Like, wow. So I took pictures and, okay. like, I don't know, man, whatever. So I've never had that happen before. You know, I've heard stories of people having issues. Yeah, I just yeah. never had that issue. So. Anyway, man, um, we gotta we got to get more guests on next week. Okay. We gotta, I don't know what your Saturday's looking like, but uh, you next know, week's it, tough. Uh, one of my nieces is getting married next week. Oh, is that next weekend already? Yeah, so yeah. The dude that was on our show, Brandon. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, Brandon, that's good, good for yeah, him. Yeah. Man. So, but I mean, I have next Sunday. You know, it's up in uh, North Jersey next week. I'll be home, and I also have off Monday for Columbus Day. So, uh, what the hell's that? It's a bank holiday, man. It's a federal holiday. It's a federal Still? holiday. No, no mail. Uh, but I, I'll be home sometime by. We could do uh, Sunday afternoon. I don't care. Whatever, man. You know. Um, so what are you going up Friday or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. But cool one of these Friday Saturdays, though, then we gotta we gotta get back. You know, do your backyard. Get a few guests over. You know. Okay, or we could go to a pizza pub or something like that. Yeah, we keep yeah. talking about that. Yeah, that would yeah. be nice to do. I mean, we've tried yeah. our first remote. It worked fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we didn't talk to any sports, but I mean, I knew that was going to happen. Well, they're not, you know, a couple of more, you know, like Andrew's a sports guy, but yeah. Tony's not. But Tony's a knowledgeable freaking guy. Dude, yeah. Him and his wife were like, oh my god, yeah. they like really, they they know their characters in movies and they're stuff entertaining, like that. aren't they? They, they are very entertaining. When, if they start this, uh, they do a trivia. They were doing the trivia night during this whole beginning mm-hmm. of COVID thing. You'll have to join. It's it's. Oh, fun. I don't know if I can compete with those two. Those two. Yeah, it's just they do it fun. It's just yeah, a, yeah, something to do on something a else. Wednesday those night. They were doing it, you know, through Zoom. Okay. And. You just get on everybody sitting around their computers drinking. We're just, mm-hmm. you know, so it's fun. They're they're just great people, man. Okay. Well, that was fun. You know, we had a yeah, lot of fun with that fun. show. That was fun. That was fun. And you know, all the couples that were you know coming and going were they were cool. A lot of Penn Staters. That was yeah, cool. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, it's their so. uh, Chris is Penn State. Colleen and Tony both Penn State. Yeah, yeah. Angels Temple with me. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. But, yeah. That's uh, fun. I don't know where Christina went. Um, I forget what college she went to. And I don't know where Amy went. Um, but anyway, we're gonna we gotta get some music on the way out here. Oh, okay. Continue. We're gonna finish up with the message? We gotta finish up with the message, All man. Right. Roaches in the front room, junkies in the back. <laughs> no, ro- roaches in the front room, rats in the back, junk in the alley with a baseball, baseball bat. Don't push me. Go on close to the edge. So, thank you for riding Shotgun with uh, Norm and Jim. Episode 22, 22 The Message. Yes. Oh, that's that's the message. Here's the message. The eagle stink. <laughs> the eagle stink. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, they're a bad football team. They are a bad football team. That is a bad football team. That's what I said. And, and it's coaching, too. The decisions he makes. He blew that Washington game single-handed. He did. He did. He's not coaching very good. You know what? Since the Super Bowl, they were 9-7, 9-7, and now this year. And it's like somebody like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how it keeps from going under. Get an offensive coordinator.
Looking glass everywhere. People pissing on the stage, you know they just don't care. I can't take the smell, can't take the noise. Got no money to move out, I guess I got no choice. Rats in the front room, roaches in the back. Junkies in the alley with the baseball bat. I tried to get away, but I couldn't get far. Cause a man with the touch of me possessed my That's what I really like that. Rats back then, Cause I'm close to the edge. I'm trying to It wasn't a political message, it was just my head. Well, it is. Sneak up, kid, to